Today's podcast is presented by Markovich Construction Incorporated. Markovich Construction is Southwest Montana's largest and most successful general contracting firm. They have a proven history of getting the job done right. Don't take my word for it, though. Check out the Burt Mooney Airport, the Veterans Home, Starbucks, and the Ridgewaters Water Park, just to name a few examples of outstanding work of Markovich Construction. Visit MarkovichCons.com to see more examples and call 406-494-3901 to let Markovich Construction work for you. Markovich Construction, when performance counts. Now, let's get the show started. Welcome to the Butte Cast with Bill Foley. It's a podcast about the greatest city in the world, Butte, America. Amen. Let's meet the people and characters who make Butte the richest hill on earth. Now, here's my dad, Bill Foley. Today's column is about our old pal, Arch Ecker. Arch, known as the Archman, was a larger-than-life figure who loved to laugh. And he always made us laugh. He was a great entertainer. He was a radio comic genius who could keep the audience and himself laughing for hours and hours every morning on KMBR in Butte. Arch was also in the band Venus Alley, and he'd come back to town and play at Julian's Piano Bar whenever he could. The only reason he left Butte was because he wanted to follow his passion. In 1996, he started calling hockey games for the Butte Fighting Irish, and they, of course, folded up shop after 329 games of Arch calling them. He went to Helena for a little bit to call their games, then he moved to New Mexico and Kansas, and, of course, he was finally living in Wenatchee, where he was the beloved play-by-play man for the Wenatchee Wild at the time of his death. This September, Arch was supposed to call his 1500th game. We saw how much Arch loved to live over the last year. In June of 2021, he was in a horrific automobile accident on Interstate 90. The car flipped and rolled multiple times, and it's insanely amazing that Arch survived the crash. And then we watched him as he posted videos on Facebook as we went through the recovery process, first in the hospital, then at a rehab center, and then he was finally at home. And of course, in September, early September, he posted on Facebook that he was going in for one last surgery. Just one final surgery to finish things up, and then he was done. Fortunately, Arch never made it out of the hospital. He passed away of a heart attack, and he was only 56. He was way too young. But those 56 years showed us that Arch knew how to live. He knew how to live better than anyone. He knew how to live the dream. And that's what today's column is about. You can read it for yourself at ButteCast.com. Tapper Light, the Archman showed us all how to live the dream. Arch Ecker only lived in Butte for 16 of his 56 years on the planet. It sure seems like he was here a lot longer than that. Ecker was known by so many in town as the Archman. It was a title I believe he gave himself when he was working at KMBR in Butte. If memory serves me right, it was his way of making fun of disc jockey nicknames. The moniker, though, seemed perfect. It was good enough that the legendary Gamers Cafe in Butte named the Archman Omelet after the comical voice on the morning radio. I got my first taste of the Archman Omelet one morning in the KMBR studio. 
Matt Vincent and I arrived at 6 o'clock one very cold morning to play Celebrity Trivial Pursuit. And Vinny and I were the, quote, celebrities. Arch ordered us some omelets and paid for the local taxi to deliver them. Arch used DoorDash before there was DoorDash. Vinny and I had so much fun doing a couple hours of radio with Arch that we decided to invite him to be our special guest during the LC Awards. The Montana Standard Fund Police decided they would no longer run our column, so we went radio only that year with the Archman. We wrote the column at Maloney's, and we had so much fun it should have been illegal. In fact, it might have been. We went on the radio a few mornings later and read the column the three of us wrote. The listeners could not have laughed as hard as we did as we relived our silliness live on the radio. During those mornings with Arch, we got a glimpse into the true radio genius that he was. My favorite part was seeing him do his character, Cletus. I wish I could remember Cletus's last name. I remember it was really funny, but I can't remember what it was. Cletus had the thick redneck accent that you would expect of a guy named Cletus. To let you behind the curtain, Cletus was Arch, or Arch was Cletus. Arch used the station phone to call the switchboard. Then he put the phone line on the air. Watching Arch simultaneously play the part of two people was better than watching an Abbott and Costello routine. He would go back and forth from the radio microphone and the phone as he held a hilarious and borderline schizophrenic conversation with himself. Cletus called in just about every day to go over the weather with Arch. He would talk about the hot and cold spots in the country from the day before. He would also mention the location in the country that had the most precipitation. Cletus called that the wet spot, and Arch agreed it was no place to be. The only thing that could rival Cletus calling in was Arch reading the hot lunch menu with his buddy Tommy O'Neill. In November of 1996, Arch found his true calling when he stumbled into broadcasting hockey games for the Butte Fighting Irish. The team, of course, became simply the Irish in its second season, and Arch called 239 games for the team before it closed up shop. During those 239 games, Arch discovered that he was put on this planet to call hockey games. Well, call hockey games, play music, entertain, and have a whole lot of fun. That is what Arch did. Arch was a California native and a huge fan of the Los Angeles Kings. He might go down as one of the only Californians to end up being a beloved figure in the mining city. With the Irish done playing, Arch went looking for another team to call. He did not want to leave Butte, where he was a popular singer in the band Venus Alley. Even after he left, Arch was still a popular musician in Butte. His trips back to visit usually included at least one night performing at Julian's Piano Bar. Arch only left because he had to follow his passion. I put the headset on, and it felt like I was doing it forever, he said, of calling his first game. He liked calling games so much that after the Irish folded, he would drive to Helena to broadcast their junior A hockey team while he still worked at KMBR early in the morning. In April of 2006, Arch left Butte to take a job as a radio man for the Santa Fe, New Mexico Roadrunners. A year later, the team moved to Topeka, Kansas, and Arch went with them. I caught up with Arch in September of 2013 to write a story about him calling his thousandth hockey game. I asked him how life was going, and Arch replied in a way that was so Arch. I'm talking hockey all the time, playing music, and fooling the masses, Arch said. It's called living the dream. Eventually, that dream took Arch to Wenatchee, Washington, where he was the beloved play-by-play man for the Wenatchee Wild. Arch was preparing to call his 1500th career game at the beginning of this season. In June of 2021, however, Arch was involved in a horrific single car crash on Interstate 90 near Ritzfield, Washington. His car flipped and rolled several times, and it took nothing short of a miracle for Arch to survive. It took a miracle, multiple surgeries, and a whole lot of will to live. Arch knew how much he was needed by so many people who loved him. 
He kept all of his family and friends updated on his recovery with a series of videos from his hospital bed. Those videos eventually were broadcast from his rehabilitation facility before Arch finally went home. Through it all, he always had that incredible sense of humor. Through it all, he was still the Arch man. On September 6th, Arch posted a selfie on Facebook. He said he was in Spokane getting ready to go in for one last surgery. Arch never made it out of the hospital. A week later, he died of a heart attack in his hospital room, and the world has been a less funny place ever since. The outpouring of love for Arch on social media was off the charts. Arch left a trail of people who loved him at every place he ever called home. The Archman left this planet way too soon. He was only 56. We figured we'd get another 1,500 games and another billion laughs out of him before he was gone. One post on Facebook quoted Dr. Seuss. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. It took me several weeks to finally be able to see clearly enough to write about my friend. Even though I had not seen him or talked to him in many years, other than on Facebook, I miss him terribly. When I think of Arch, though, I will always smile and be happy that it happened. That Arch happened. He was one man who truly showed us all how to live the dream. Proud to be from you, America, USA.